Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I got to ask James, how does how does the missus like clean-shaven James? Because, we, you know, usually that's... That's really the determining factor a lot of times. If wifey's like, yo, I like the beard, keep the beard, then the beard stays. If she's like, yo, cut that thing off, and then it's gone. Um, You know what? Like, when we were young, she, like, I had a goatee for, like, 12 years and never shaved at all, and she was fine with it. Then I shaved, and she was fine with it. Then I grew it back, and I told her I was going to shave it, and she's fine with it. She's like, either way, I don't care. <laughs> she's she's fine either way. Uh. It definitely, like, it makes me feel younger, that's for sure, when I shave. Um, just because, you know, it's all, like, white now. Like, I get all the white hairs in there. It's distinguished. Um, yeah. That's what it's that's what's, what's, what's Silver fox. It's distinguished. Distinguished. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's going to come a point where I go, like, like all of a sudden I'll be just completely white. And people are like, wait, what well. happened? And it's like, well, I, I was aging this entire time I was covering this team, just like the rest of you. I was aging, and sometimes in dog years from this team. Um, but, Let's get you to the playoffs yeah. before before you get too, too silver yeah. and too white, James. That, I, I hope so, man. It's been a long stretch. This is, again, uh, year 13, and you know you guys had to figure it out, right? 240 games under 500 over my – uh, all my years, um, yeah. So I'm hoping I'm hoping we get uh, a, this continuation of goodness because it's been fun. Well, let's dive into tonight's game, Hammer. By the way, we've got tickets to see the Kings coming up December 23rd in about 20 minutes or so. Uh, it's it, it, are you of the belief that the Kings can win every like they'd have the opportunity to win every game that they play now? Pretty close. Uh, you know, there might be one or two teams out there, one of those teams being the team they face tonight, the Milwaukee Bucks, that it's just a really tough matchup. Like, how do you slow, like, one of the the most incredible, like, physically gifted players that anyone has ever seen? Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, there, there will be an issue there. But at the same time, like, look, uh, this team just kind of has that feel, right, where it doesn't matter who's in front of them. Um, they're going to go out there and give it their all and, and you know, whatever happens happens and uh most nights it feels like 
good things happen. The mm-hmm. fact that they're four games under 500. I was asking Sean just a few minutes ago uh, on the Kingspeed podcast um, if, uh, like, could he remember a time where the Kings were five games over 500 mm-hmm. during the time that, that we've covered the team? And he goes back, you know, like to the good times. Uh, but during my stretch, I don't know. Maybe one other time there are five games over 500. But I don't remember when it was, and it feels like it's been a long, long, long time. We might need Will Z for that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, James, this this team is four games right now over 500. The number four seed in the Western Conference. I know a lot of people like to be like, you know, it's still early to look at the standings or whatever. But I mean, they're they're there. They've played themselves there. I've I've been kind of peeping the the schedule or excuse me the standings. Um, the last week or so, and this may end tonight. But they're like one of the last teams in the league to not have double-digit losses. It's like five of them, and the Kings are one of them, right? Um, No, go ahead. No, I mean, that's that's incredible. That's a great stat. I'd also say this. Like, this is one of the worst road trips you're going to run into. It's a buzzsaw, and this could, like, like, kill a little bit of momentum, but I don't know. Uh, this team is riding high, but if they go one and five on this road trip, they come back at 500 with 11 of their next 13 games at home where they've wow. been excellent against plenty of, you know, plenty of teams that they can beat plenty. Yeah. So yeah, it, it's pretty, it's pretty uh, like positive. The The vibe going around here is pretty positive. Wow. Last time they were five games over 500 was April 18th, 2006. Wow. So, no, I've never covered a team that was five <laughs> games over 500. Wow. Goodness Yeesh. gracious, man. Uh, you you, you noted, that, noted this. You talked about Giannis Antetokounmpo. Giannis is, for, I, for some reason, and, and I guess because it's early and it's really noisy regarding Jason Tatum, and rightfully so, it's the best team uh, in the league, uh, Luka Doncic, he's the league's darling. Giannis is having another MVP caliber year. Uh, who's going to match up against him tonight? KZ Akpala playing uh, 40 minutes against uh, Giannis tonight? Yeah, I mean, I think the crazy thing is, what do you do if you're the Kings? Do you start Keegan Murray on on Giannis? Do you, I mean, do you start, I, I guess, what you would do is probably put uh Harrison Barnes on him to start I don't know what you do like it's one of those he's an anomaly and he's so incredibly gifted but I guess the other thing you can do is just clog the lane make them beat you from the outside if they can prove that they can beat you from the outside then make some adjustments Um, but it's not I mean they used to be a great three-point shooting team they probably still are pretty pretty solid I haven't looked at the numbers but um, you know if you're the Kings this is one of those matchups that's tough and what you have to do is you have to make the matchup on your end tough too. Mm-hmm. You have to make them work and make them think, oh, great, how are we going to match up against this team? And and I'm not sure how the Kings are going to do that. Uh, but, you know, that's that's the NBA schedule. you got to go out there and play all 82. James, as far as this game goes tonight, I, I mentioned earlier, I think you start Sabonis on Giannis, which is maybe a little dangerous because you may get Sabonis in foul trouble. But Giannis is bonus breeze on Giannis. He'll get in foul trouble. Seriously. Seriously. Can't breathe on Mike. It would be a foul. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) they committed a foul in three years. This is the last time I ever fell out of a game. I don't think he ever fell out of a game. (laughs) I don't know about that air time. (laughs) 
But, uh, we're going to get our airtime references in. There's one thing for sure about D-Lo and KC. We're going to get our airtime references in. But I said uh, start Sabonis on Giannis because Giannis tends to play a little closer to the basket. He, you know, he may pull it out to 17 feet, maybe a three here or there. But if you got Giannis shooting threes, that's what you want. And I would put um, either Keegan or Harrison on Brooke Lopez because Brooke Lopez hangs around the perimeter like he's a guard, even though he is a seven-footer. Now, you may have some issues with the offensive rebounding, but, I mean, I don't think you want it the other way. Like, I don't know if you want Keegan guarding Giannis and Harrison Barnes guarding Giannis because then, then, number one, you've got Sabonis pulled out away from the basket trying to make sure he gets out there to Brooke Lopez, and he's away from the boards and things of that nature. And, yeah, it's just – I don't. I think it'd be better if you put Sabonis on Giannis. Put let's just say Keegan on. Uh, you might go Harrison Barnes because they might put Keegan on Middleton. But go Barnes or Keegan on Brook Lopez. Yeah, like pick your poison. Like, what are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and the thing is, uh, to flip it, they're so good defensively. You know, like each of those players. Yeah. You know, Middleton's coming back from injury, but. Drew Holiday is one of the most elite defenders you're going to find. And he's ambidextrous, and he's like he's just so tough Like overall. You mix him with Giannis and just the length of that team. And, you know, Brooke Lopez is one of those guys that, um, like Sabonis, typically the big guys that can, uh, the lightweight guys, he, he does really well with. The big guys like this, not so much. So, like, yeah, I, I think this is one of those just really bad matchup games, and you got to run. And you, you mentioned the offensive rebounding. This also pits like the two best defensive rebounding teams in the league against each other. Mm. So the Bucks, you only get one shot. You're not getting a bunch of second chance points. You're not getting a bunch of long rebounds. Um, this is one of those games where you need to be efficient on both ends of the floor and then just hope that number one, they miss shots. And number two, that, you know, you make shots, you, you go out there and, and do what you've, you've done all season get to the basket shoot your three ball at a high clip and maybe you got a shot uh this is not a game where i think you know De'Aaron fox is going to break out and have a 35 point game just because he's going up against holiday and he's going to stymie what they do and they have players that can really take away some of the key aspects of what the kings are trying to do on the court uh well you you mentioned De'Aaron like at at, at some point though I, I think it's six games now that he scored less than twenty or twenty points or less, um with the high I think being twenty, um. At some point you want him to get going again offensively right they're three and three in those games I don't think anyone's upset about the way that they've been playing but at some point you do want to get him going again somehow don't you. Yeah, I mean, like, look, I thought the first three games, I think we can kind of break the three games up. And, you know, the, the three losses, um, I thought he looked beat up yeah. and, and physically he wasn't right. Mm-hmm. I think the last three games, I've kind of felt like. He didn't look good he, for some of the Indiana game, too. But he something hit him yeah. late where he got he got fired up. But he was the, the, the stuff you're talking about in those first three games, he was moving that same way in, against Indiana. And then he wasn't. It's like whatever he had, he seemed to have gotten over it quick, and he got cooking. Yeah, yeah. I think that, like, physically he's feeling better now. Um, He looks like he's feeling better. Um, But I think so many guys have stepped up that he's trying to just integrate himself back in and not trying to just make it all about him. And uh, there will come uh, a game or two on this trip 
where he needs to be just wow. And the Kings need to know that he's he's got that in him right now. Like I, I they know he's got it in him because they've watched it all the first fifteen games of the season. But the last six, seven games, like there's been something a little off. So um he needs to dig deep. He needs to find it because, you know, if you want to be an all-star, it's not winning one, you know, player of the week and being nominated five times early in the season and then going kind of quiet for mm-hmm. two weeks. Uh, that's not the way it goes. You have to continue to pace at this similar clip. Um, you got to put up numbers, and that's that's the name of the game. You know, it's the old chicks dig the long ball thing. Uh, if you're not scoring, you're not going to get the notoriety that you were before. And I'm not saying force it, but he needs to be a guy who makes life easier for the players around him by scoring as, you know, when he's called upon. And this is the thing that we talked about a number of different times with, with De'Aaron and he's had a great start to the season, not changing that or taking that away. But these are the things that we talk about where if you're an all-star caliber player, if you're an all, not caliber player, but if you're an all-star, a little all-star player, Hey, your bare minimum is 22. Mm. You know, you go to a game, you're getting 22 tonight. We know that. I may be hot and I can go for 35 or whatever the case may be. But even if I'm not hot and my shot is off, now this is no fault of his, but I'm not. I'm getting to the line 12 times, you know, and I'm going 10 of 12 from the free throw line. And that's how I'm getting my 22. But all these guys that we talk about, the, the Dames, the Stephs, uh, John now, all these point guards, Luca. They they get in twenty two, and that's where that's kind of what we talked about with De'Aaron for a little bit. It can't be fourteen, you know what I mean? Especially now going up against these top teams on the road, they're going to need him uh, to bring that aggressiveness back in there. Yeah, I would say the one difference with Fox is that number one, like the players around him right now are playing better than a lot of the the players that are around the teams that you talked about. So like. If I look at Jaw, like Desmond Bain has been out, so he doesn't have that huge number two score alongside him. Uh, the Kings just have like like five or six guys that can pop off for thirty, and they are getting major contributions from everybody. What did they have the game where like nine players, the nine core players, eight of them were in double figures, mm-hmm. or seven were in double figures, one had nine. Davion right? had nine. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but like the point is though that like he doesn't have to be that guy every single night for his team to have a chance. If Steph isn't Steph right now, that team's losing by 20. If jaw isn't jaw, that team is losing by at least 10. Like that's kind of what we're looking at. Like there's a lot of balance to what the Kings are doing. And while, you know, I'd say Sabonis is about as good a wingman as you're going to have if you're a star, in Fox, uh, and he might even be a better player than Fox at this point. I don't know. It's kind of a toss-up just because they do different things. But um, a lot of these other teams don't have that second guy that are stepping up right now. I mean, look at what Luca's got around him. It's it's not great. And there, there are plenty of nights where he's putting up 40 or 50 and still losing because mm-hmm. they don't have the the players around him to be successful all the time. So yeah, I, I'm not I'm not so worried about Fox and his numbers being down uh, a little bit for a stretch here because I know another stretch where he averages 28 to 30 a game for two weeks, three weeks, four weeks. It's just around the corner, and you know maybe it, it'll be on this six game road trip, but you know maybe he starts 
building some momentum, momentum in a place like New York where, you know, everyone loves to play in New York. And uh, maybe he carries that into the game against Cleveland like he did last time. And you start to see this thing snowball a little bit. Can anyone get Fox going besides De'Aaron? Yeah, they're not running a bunch of plays for him either. Mm-hmm. I think their concern is be to try to get Keegan Murray functional, to get Harrison Barnes going. Uh, Kevin Herter, you know, lost his fastball all of a sudden. Can you get him going? And so I think the last thing that Mike Brown is worried about is whether De'Aaron Fox can go get 30. I, I just don't think he's worried about it, and I don't think he's calling his number a bunch. And Fox is still engaged. He's still playing really, really good defense. It's just what matters more, uh, De'Aaron Fox making an all-star team or uh, and or De'Aaron Fox putting up 25 a game or the team making it to the playoffs. And I think Fox and Brown and everyone else are going to say, like, look, the team goal, it goes well beyond what what one player's goal is. And while they want to support Fox, they know that if they're winning, Fox and Sabonis both will have opportunities to potentially make an all-star team. Um, you just have to keep winning, and all those things will take care of themselves. Yeah, And, and like I said, I, I don't want to take away from the way he's played all year he's playing fine he's he's doing great you know he's a little banged up a little sick that you know caused a little bit of a stunt into into a season but um he's he's having a, a damn good season so far so don't want to take away from that but um there's only one ball kenny you know there is yeah like look at look look at this team there's only one ball like how how does everyone you know feed off of the how how does everyone eat and it's not easy. And mm-hmm. so sometimes that means Fox needs to take a step back and make sure everyone else is going and then push forward together. Speaking of guys. If you're in the desert, Kenny will sell you a steak. Uh, and, yeah, and you'll get it. You know, if you're in the desert who will sell you a steak and you won't even be able to close the deal, it's Farhan Zaidi. Yeah. He'll try and sell you a gourmet dinner if you're in the desert or you're down the street and you're just starving. You'll be like, nah, I'll pass. Farhan Zaidi couldn't sell water too Rit- well. Now, now the whale. That makes more sense than the homeless guy. Why would the whale need to buy water? No, water to a whale. Like a oh, a whale. Well. I yeah. thought you said a, a whale. whale, not a whale. <laughs> Why would the whale buy water? Isn't the whale supposed to have water in it? I sell water to a whale. I sell fire. What do you say? I Why sell? don't you sell the water to the guy in the desert? That's just the analogy. It's just out there for you. You've used each, and you just won't go for it. The guy in the desert is probably thirsty. Hey, man, you can sell fire. And Farhan couldn't even get the guy in the desert who's dying of thirst some water. Couldn't. not Absolutely couldn't. And and neither Uh, could. The guy in the desert's going to use the ocean for leverage. and There it is. Boom. You lost him. You lost him. Farhan's gone. It's been a day, Hammer. It's been a day. Sorry about that. Sorry about that, Casey. Sorry your team lost their their star. Uh, What's new? What's new? It happens all the time. My team doesn't have any stars. They're probably moving to Las Vegas, and they're shopping the only player that resembles a star in, in Sean Murphy. So you could be an Ace fan. <laughs> <laughs> I can't go there. Can't yeah. go there. That reminds me of uh, that song, I Can't Go For That. What couldn't uh, you go for? <laughs> no can do. I can't go for oh, that. I was hauling oats. It's catchy. He said, He said. I, I think it, the official was, I'll do almost anything. I'll do anything. 
that you But I can't do that. What is it? Yeah, I can't. <laughs> What's, that's a great question. We need to research this. Oh, you said we you need, would do anything. We need to do a well, dis- I can't do that. We need to do a dissect episode on what Hall and Oates was talking about when they said, oh, no, 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 can do. See, that's the one time you guys will have me on the corners of the culture. You'll be all right, James. We brought you in to dissect Hall and Oates. <laughs> what exactly is happening? And I'll be like, Come on, man. Hauling oats. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a hell of a latest episode of Corners of the Culture. James Ham here with us. <laughs> that's tremendous. All right. Uh, I'm sorry. Did you have a King's question? I yeah, did well, you have a question? I, I did. I did want to say talking point. there is only one basketball to go around, and I'm talking about I want to see De'Aaron Fox do more, shoot the ball more, and that still applies, but I still want him to win. That's the only thing that matters. But speaking of guys that I want to see get more shots, how about a guy that when he does get shots, it seems to make them all the time, and that's DeMontis Sabonis. What do you go, like 10 for 11 against the Clippers and then shot four times? Against, was the four shot attempt game against the Bulls? two for four. Yeah, against, yeah. it was the triple-double game, so yeah. it was two for four. And it didn't matter. I mean, he had a triple-double. They won the game, so 10, that's seven. all that matters. But, dang, it seems like. Was it 11, a, 17, and 10? 17. Crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. It seems like you could, you know, there should be once a, once a half, there should be a, a uh Punch five. Everybody clear out one side, get it to Montes on the block, and let him shoot. You should be able to do that. That should be four shots alone, one time a quarter. You got to get like seven or eight shots, right? Yeah, I mean, you you want more from every single every single player. But when you look up and they've dropped like 137 points, <laughs> like how much more can you want? Like this isn't, you know, it's it's not – playing a video game where you know you want to run up the score and you get everyone involved or or you have one guy score 75 points that's just not what this team is about you know what I really everything that's kind of coming around with this team is to sacrifice like who who is going to sacrifice for the next man who's going to make that extra pass who's gonna you know throw their body in front of a, a freight train come down the middle of the lane and take a charge um, who's going to accept a role that doesn't feel super comfortable until all of a sudden it does. And that's what we're seeing like from a guy like Chemezi Metu. Like, he looked uncomfortable, uncomfortable, uncomfortable. He kept doing it. He stayed the course. And all of a sudden, he's up to 10 points and six to eight rebounds a game. Like That's what you're, you're hoping that these guys do, that by feeding off each other's ability to like sacrifice for the next man – that you'll create a culture where it doesn't really matter who's scoring on any given night. It's just that, you know, three of you guys have to really have a good game. And then after that, we can nickel and dime this thing to a victory. And yeah, I think it's really impressive the way that, that uh, they've all bought in and, you know, I hope it, it carries through uh, when times get tough, because they're going to get tough. Even on this road trip, they're going to get tough and you got to figure out, you know, how do we trudge through this and, like back to the Fox thing, can Fox step up when it matters? Can he step up when they have to have somebody who is willing to just flat out cook somebody, just mm. go right out another team and take over a game? Can they get that? Because as of right now, they haven't needed that for like a week. And mm. that's kind of the way this team has been. Uh, two quick things. I pulled up the lyrics to I Can't Go For That. There is absolutely no explanation no, as to what Hollow yeah. Notes won't do. Like, absolutely. It's very, very vague. You've got the body. Now you want my soul. Don't even think about it. Say no go. And then he tells everyone, I- I'll do anything, yeah. but I can't go. Absolutely no explanation. 
What? Is they used it to tell us. Couldn't do? They used to tell us songs mean something. Well, what the hell does this mean? <laughs> I, I don't understand. We need to. We need. We need to get to the bottom of this. I need to know. Um, Even when it's harmonized, it, it still doesn't make any sense. You're like, okay, now there's two of you. Singing. But it's catchy. Uh, I yeah. Can't go for that. And what are you two so adamant that you won't do? No can do now. <laughs> uh, also, we've got King's tickets uh, right now. Call the number three. <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong well look it, yeah well, yeah that's close. that's my thought too and then it, it, it might involve like close Yo, you want chat. me to do what with who close, close, close the chat <laughs> close, close the chat you just killed us you, just, you guys are juvenile grow up i work i'm like cm punk i work with a bunch of children <laughs> 916-909-1320 caller number three right now we'll send you to see uh the sacramento kings in action december 23rd friday december 23rd uh at the golden one center again 916-909-1320 caller number three uh and we will get you all set up uh what if, what if that was the case and they're like bro i got this fire song bro i get like Something happened to me last night. I said, nah, like, I need to turn this into a song. Yeah, I mean, I mean, music back then is a little, like, I I, I think I, what's that? Wake me up before you go, go. That's about, that's about, uh, how do you, how, uh, self-pleasure oh my yeah i, I, I didn't care i didn't catch on it till one day i was like wait what and i pulled up the lyrics and found an article I was like oh my is that wham that's wham oh yeah that's wham. okay george yeah. michael yeah that you were talking yeah. about tweet <sighs> tweet which they she said that was not what that was about Stick oh, she's lying. Shirt. Yeah, no, she's lying. That's absolutely what that's about. <laughs> said, well, I heard that song. That's absolutely what that's about. She's lying. t Boz had a song that that's Oh, that's was, that's yeah. absolutely that's what, what it, it was. That's what it's about. Let's well, not even jive down the meaning of red light special. <laughs> okay. You know what? Sacramento Kings are in Milwaukee This today. is pointless. Go to commercial. <laughs> this is this is stupid. We all we all need a second. We all need a minute to, 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 to grow up, so we're going to step out. We're going to come back. There's a lot more to talk with James Ham about. As a matter of fact, I want to I, I, I touch on – that's if James Ham actually returns to the show. He, there's a good chance he doesn't. Uh, but you mentioned you know, there could be some tough times ahead, Fox stepping up. I, I've, I've got some thoughts on that, and I'd like to dive into them. Uh, but, again, we need to regroup here. We'll come back with more uh, Kings Talk here with James Ham on Sacramento Sports Leader ESPN 1320. I'll do anything. I know we're a little early, but it made sense. That's funny. We've lost our mind. Well, oh, I don't know that Jesse sent us to commercial. Did you send us to commercial, Jesse? Did you send? Are we? <laughs> Wait a second. Are we in commercial? No, you missed us. In... <laughs> I tried... What is happening? I looked over at Jesse. I was like, <laughs> I think Jesse's on the phone. <laughs> This is this is the most ridiculous radio show. Wait, what's going on? I'm lost. I sent us the commercial. Oh, you did? I did. Oh, I was telling people they haven't won yet. I looked over at you. I was like, Jesse does not appear to know that I sent us a commercial a couple minutes early. Yeah, we're going to commercial. All right, we'll be, we'll be right back. CSPN 1320. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. D-Lo and KC continues streaming live on the Odyssey app. Live on the Odyssey app, live on twitch.tv slash ESPN1320, youtube.com slash ESPN1320, live on the radio as well. We are a professional radio station. We're professional broadcasters. Uh, For those that might be tuning in for the first time, I promise we've done this for years. Uh, And we appreciate you so much for being with us. The Kings tip off in about 90 minutes uh, to start a six-game road trip uh, in Milwaukee tonight. 
against the Milwaukee Bucks. And James, you just mentioned there could be some tough times ahead, uh, you know, for the Sacramento Kings. And I've wondered if, you know, these wins, particularly over into Indiana and then how they've been able to build uh, over that weekend road trip, uh, uh, weekend back to back that, you know, maybe they've built some confidence headed into this trip. And you mentioned, as we were talking about De'Aaron Fox and some of the different things that, 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 that may be ailing him here, uh, will he be able to step up in games that, that mean a ton for him? And that's one thing that I've been a little bit concerned about is he's, whether he's playing through some, you know, soreness or, 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 or playing through an illness is he was closing games out. I don't want him to forget how to do that. Like, I want him to just slide right back into the motion to be able to, oh, it's that time. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and close this one out. Yeah, like, that's what you need him to, as long as he's there when you need him, I think that's the key. You know, like, you're going to lose some games here and there. Again, just go back to the three-game losing streak. He's dinged up, and you don't look the same, and the team didn't adjust quickly enough to him being, to his struggles. And not only that, but he's the motor that makes everything go. So you start seeing not only him have a bad game, but Harrison Barnes, uh, Kevin Herter, and and Keegan Murray have rough games. The other guys have kind of woken up, except for Herter, who isn't shooting well. Um, but like, there's going to come a time when you need Sabonis to be 30 and 20 for two weeks. It And there's going to come a time where he's going to do that. And then there's going to come another time where you need Kevin Herter to go back to being the 50% from three yeah. that he was. You know, all of these little pieces, they'll they'll fit into place. Uh, but for right now, you know, it's kind of like two guys have a good game, two guys don't, three guys have an okay game, and you win. Uh, there's going to come a time where this team figures it all out and rolls, and we haven't seen it yet, but that's going to be the fun moment in this season where this team just looks unbeatable. And the reason why I, I think that is because it's just the function of how this team plays, how they share the ball. Uh, how close they are, uh, how good they are, like as a team. Like they, they really do have something cooking here. And you just have to, you know, buy your time and, and wait for that moment where it all comes together for this team because I think it's going to. Well, see, and, and and I agree with you, James, but this is where, you know, I feel like, you know, I, I want De'Aaron to step on the gas a little bit on this road trip because think about, you know, the way they played on the road in, in some of these games. You know, you go to the Orlando game. He stepped on the gas. You know, you go to the um, – uh, what was the game? The, the Lakers game. He mm-hmm. stepped on the gas. Yeah. Yeah. You go to the Memphis game. He stepped on the gas. At home, it's a little easier. You know, Shaq and all these other guys talk about the others. Mm-hmm. At home, they do their thing. You need your stars on the road. And mm-hmm. Sabonis, Fox, on this six-game road trip. Not to say that this team – like, I love the way everybody's playing, but I'm just thinking about the way – you know, in some of these big road wins, and traditionally with the league, yeah, I'm gonna need I'm gonna need Fox and Sabonis to kind of step on the gas a little bit in this six game road trip. If you want to, you know, come out, come away with these with some wins. Yeah, I mean, like for an example, like we talk about like how they are at home versus a road. Like Kevin Herter at home shoots 51 percent from the field. On the road, he shoots 43 percent from the field. At home. He shoots forty four point seven percent from three at on the road. He shoots thirty nine point four. Like he's a much better player at home. He averages sixteen point six on the road. I mean at home and fourteen point three at home. That's just one example where like this is a guy that like really means a lot to your team. 
but who has found it easier to go, you know, easier uh, trudging at home than on the road. Uh, you, you've got to be able to package your own energy a lot on the road, especially when you're going to somewhere like Atlanta, where they notoriously don't have a big draw. And it's a big deal to go from, you know, Golden One Center, which has just been absolutely spectacular. The, the fan base has been so incredible, so noisy, so engaged in the game and what's happening, uh, whether they're yelling at officials or booing players or, or you know, light the beam chance or MVP chance for Fox, whatever it might be, like, they're so engaged and, and ready and, and having a good time and it's noisy. But, man, if you go on the road and you're playing in some of these buildings that aren't like that at all, how do you find that? How do you bring it? And how do you, like, that's where Malik Monk keeps coming in handy where he comes in and just brings a different vibe and it, you know, changes the whole momentum of a game. So uh, that's where I think the one good thing about this six-game road trip is, again, we can go through, what is it, uh, Milwaukee, uh, Cleveland, New York, Philadelphia, uh, Toronto, and then Detroit. Um, at least five of those places are going to be like crazy crowds. Some of it is violent crowds that are yelling nasty things at you. <laughs> um, th- this is a if there is one bright shiny thing about that is that this road trip does have a lot of really good fan bases that are fully engaged with what's happening with their team. And you should at least be playing, even if it's in a negative fan base, you should at least be playing in front of a noisy crowd where you can start to feed off the energy and sort of what you're doing here in Sacramento, feeding off the energy. I'm going to need Keegan to get his road legs under him. That's a guy who Ooh. seems to have played really well at home and not so much on the road. Well, yeah. all right, big yeah. boy, you're 20 games into your NBA season. You're really, really good. Let's yep. let's get cooking on the road. This is a tough trip to ask you to do it. By the way, a top, a top you're starting it with a top defensive team in the league. But go ahead and get started and 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 be that guy that that we've seen so many times at the Golden One Center uh, out here. And what, was it called Deer 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 Park? What's it called? Uh, I think so. Deer Park. Deer Park. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah, I mean, with Keegan, <laughs> like you're going out there with Keegan and you're saying, hey, man, we're either going to have you guard Giannis or we're going to have you guard Middleton. We're not sure which yet. Maybe what we might do is switch you out onto seven foot two, uh, Brooke Lopez so you can defend the three. Uh, like, like where's – how do you win? Yeah, go situation? get a 16 also. Yeah, I'm, yeah. And, man, you're talking – like his home and road splits are crazy. Mm-hmm. At home, he's averaging 14.7 on the road. He's averaging – 7.8 points oh, per game. Man. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, like true shooting, 633 at home, 416 on the road. Mm. And he's shooting three, 31.5% from the field. That's true shooting Zip. is. Is that uh, warp, warp? Is that the same as that? Field goal. It's field goal, three point percentage, uh, and free throw percentage kind of blended into one stat. Okay. Uh, yeah. He's shooting 31.5% from the field on the road. And twenty four percent from three on the road, versus mm. you know really forty nine point five and forty one point seven at home. Those are numbers like spectacular numbers for a rookie on the road. He's you know he's got to be playable, especially in this six game trip here. And you ask yourself, what do you do if you're Keegan Murray? You know, Keegan's my guy. I'm not I'm not trying to say anything towards him, but you you hit your shots. Like he has wide open shots that I expect him to make because he's that caliber player that they just is not connecting with right now, even on the road. So let's start with that. If you're open, and you got to knock it down. 
You got to knock down those wide open shots. Yeah, and I'll point out too, like in Murray's defense a little bit, um, the Kings had that four-game road trip uh, back on, it started on Halloween night uh, in Charlotte. That's the night when um, his grandmother had issues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he went from 12 points that game, not knowing what was happening. And then they were on a road trip. So the next game's three, uh, seven points, three points, six points. Uh, they went on the, the road in LA, he had two points. Again, that's his stats are going to be skewed by that stretch of games yeah. where he just really had some personal stuff going on and and you know fell into like the basic pitfalls of uh, of being a rookie and and how difficult it is to maintain and how difficult the road is. Again, he's never been on these types of road trips before. He's never had a six game road trip at you know at Iowa and like this is just all all new territory for him. Yeah. Yeah, we you mentioned this a, a few minutes ago. It's a f- phrase we've heard so many times. Um, the others, you know, when guys can step up at home but not necessarily mm-hmm. on the road. You hear this brought up a lot during playoff series. The funny thing is I don't know who the others are for the Kings. Like, Because M- Malik Monk isn't another. Hmm. Malik Monk isn't an also starring. Like, Malik hmm. Monk, he's in the opening credits of the TV he's show. He's main attraction. Like, he, he's, he's, he's a run. I'd argue Davion is, too. Now, maybe if you, you want to get into a conversation about Chemezi Metsu and Casey Akpala or Trey Lyles, like I, I, I'd be open to that. But the top seven feel like they're, you know, they're, 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 they're starring guys in all of this. Um, and so, I, like, I expect, I, I, oh, man, re- really need Malik Monk to step on this road. No, I expect like Malik to be Malik on this road trip, just as he has been at home, just as he's been uh, for most of the season because he's, he's an extension of that starting lineup to me. Yeah, this is that moment where everyone has to step up. If you're going to have a su- successful road trip, and again, for me, it, successful might be two and four on this trip. Like, that that might be what successful is. I, like, the the one game that you can point to and say, oh, that's kind of a gimme, is Detroit. It's the final game of a six-game road trip. That's like, that's a, a trap game. Yeah. That's not good at all. I mean, the Toronto game is the second night of a back-to-back. You know, you got to get something against a team like the Knicks. But again... That's a tough place to play. Like this isn't. It's the Mecca, there. James. I don't know if you've Mecca. heard. Yeah. It's the Mecca. Yeah. It's the Mecca. I, know, I was watching the... college basketball last night. One of the kids said that. I love playing here at the Garden, at the at the biggest uh, arena in, in in the in the game. It's the Mecca. Even I, a little eighteen year old. All Star Weekend there. It was fun. I've, I've been inside that building. It's it's. I've never been in the Garden. Got to get there. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Like, look, this is a moment where the Kings are going to be tested again. And how do they respond? But like never too high, never too low. Even if they have like a, a catastrophic one in five road trip, you know, find some way to pick up one win. They still come back 500. They still come back with a, a chance to go right back over 500 in the next handful of games. Nice. That's just the way that, you know, we had that moment earlier where it's like, oh man, can they get back to 500? Yeah. Like you looked at that road trip coming up and you're like, oh, six games. You know, there's no way that they're going to be anywhere. You know, they're scuffling. You're thinking maybe they'll drop below or right at 500 going into into that stretch. And then they responded. So there's a resiliency to this team that, you know, it's going to be tested uh, time and time again this year. But this is those moments where it, it's one of those moments where, like, look, if you want to be this team, you got to step up right now and do it. You know, um, we started talking about it a little bit earlier in the show. And we might as well bring it back up. Um, with Ham here. And we were going to get into 
kind of the question that that I asked off the air about, you know, this Kings team and where they're at. And we hear James talk about it a lot. Like, you know, they're they're they can get that one more piece that'll really solidify them. And I know me personally, I'm looking at the starting lineup, looking at the roster, and I'm like, okay, well, what's the piece? So I'll ask James, like, what's – because I'm not really sure what the piece is that they will be looking to add at this point. I know a lot of people say rim protector and all this other stuff, but that's – it's not a starter. I don't look at that as, like, a game-changing type That feels like a talking point at this point. Yeah, like, I I don't know if they're in the market for that piece. What do you think, James? Yeah, I mean, they're going to be in the market for a couple of additional things. I mean, every team needs more shooting. This team could use another shooter. Um, you know, they can use a, a, a rim protector if there's one out there. But that's not something, like, again, it's one thing if you can block shots. Another another thing if you can block shots and get on an NBA court. So, like, the way that they're doing things right now is – like the the three extra guys that are in the rotation. So right now, Davion, Chemezi, and uh, Casey, right? And that can change from one night to the next. Trey Lyles could get a shot again. Terrence Davis, if he's healthy, he's, he's questionable with a sore back. Um, but like that group of five players, I feel like they're they're finding their place with this roster, and they're finding their place with this roster because for one of the few times in so many years, the top five or seven players are actually good enough. So the secondary players can do a role and not have to do too much. They can just be who they are supposed to be in a game. So like I I was worried about Casey Akpala early in the season. We had this discussion and I said, like, look, the Kings just aren't the Philadelphia 76ers where you can run Matisse Thibel out there for 30 minutes a game and not worry if he makes a single basket. That's not who the Kings were early in the season. It's who they are now. And so now you can start playing with things like that. You can start tinkering with things like that. And and they are getting stuff out of, like, Casey Akpali. He is coming through with some baskets here and there. But it's because the top seven guys are playing to a standard that allows you to add other elements into your, into your rotation. Um, if not, you almost need, like, again, if I'm going to look at Casey Akpala versus a guy like Trey Lyles, Trey Lyles is a much better all-around player than Casey Akpala. Casey Akpala is a much better defensive player and, and can bring a different element to the game. If you need solid and you need balance, you've got Trey Lyles. But when you get to a certain point and you're getting that balance out of everyone else, you can start peppering in individual players that can do something specific. And that's what, again, I think we're seeing out of KZ. It's what we're seeing out of Davion Mitchell. Again, Davion Mitchell, I don't even care what he's shooting now. I don't. I don't even look at it because I watch what the impact he's having on the court as a defensive player and the havoc he's causing. And that, again, is because you don't worry if he's going to score because Malik Monk's right next to him is going to put up 20. And that's fine. So Davion needs to hit his shots when he's wide open. But overall, you're still not even worried about that. This team is good enough to withstand a bad shooting night from a 7th, 8th, ninth, 10th option and as long as they're not doing something crazy like taking 10 or 12 shots. Hmm. Your gut right now. And the big the big day's coming up. I'm already seeing it from the Laker fans. December 15th. <laughs> Lakers fans are turned up for December 15th like we were last year. Uh, as that day approaches, you think this, let's say the, 
Oh, that, that's, that's an interpretive word. Let's take guys like Alex Lynn out of the equation. You think this roster stays the same from now through the deadline? No. No, I, I think Monty McNair will continue to be active. If something comes up where something makes a ton of sense, you know, again, like, like one of those moves was this offseason where if you could have gone out and got uh, a guy like Jeremy Grant, you know, like, and I, I was a proponent of not going out and getting Jeremy Grant if that was going to be the thing you did. You had to do multiple things if that's who you were going to bring in. Uh, but at this point, like, he makes a lot of sense. He's the type of guy that, you know, but Portland's in it. You're not going to go pry Jeremy Grant from them. So I think that this is uh, a roster that's going to, going to be looking for that type of player. Like, if you had a player archetype, it would be, uh, the Jeremy Grant type, but guys that can play. Like I know a lot of people like jump in and say, uh, go get Bull Bull or go get uh, um, Mo Bamba. It, the player has to be good enough to play on a on a playoff competitive team. And I'm not sure that those guys have proven that they're that yet because they don't have to be. They just get to go out and make mistakes and do whatever they want on a bad team. And uh, it's it's a lot different, just like Mike Brown said about Keegan Murray versus uh, Paolo Bancaro. Like it's Keegan Murray doesn't get to play through the mistakes. He he has to play within the confines of the fact that he's on a team that has playoff and perhaps more aspirations. And uh, you know there there's something that comes with that. So any player that you're going to get, it has to be that type of player. It can't just be some guy that does some skill on a team and he, the team's no good and he's not really getting much uh, other run. You know, you, you need somebody that fits in and really does make sense for your team. James, do you think they would make a deal considering um, or make a deal that would have them move Keegan Murray to the bench? So what I mean by yeah. that is say if you get a, you know, a Jay Crowder, you know, a power forward that can stretch the floor and, and you get him in a deal – and it means, you know, right now today he's better than Keegan Murray, not where he's going to be two years from now. Do you think, like, do you think they're worried about that at all? Like, we can't yank Keegan in and out of the starting lineup at all. No, and I'd also say that, like, most of those trades that you're talking about, the player could also, like, come off the bench. Like, Jay Crowder can come off the bench behind. I mean, he hasn't played all season. So, you know, it's, it's going to take him 10, 15 games just to get into shape and get really into, you know, the flow and what you're doing and all that stuff. If you were to go make a move like that, maybe down the line, it would become a situation. But by that point, like Keegan Murray could have like, like got a sea legs and and become like a, an incredible contributor. Uh, But that's not to say that there isn't a trade that's bigger than Jay Crowder that could impact what Keegan Murray means to the team. And, and I'll keep pointing to this. The fact that the Kings have played Keegan Murray a ton at the small forward spot. What they're doing is opening the door for the future. It, they're they're making sure that if they do le- lose Harrison Barnes in way, some way, shape, or form, that it's possible that Keegan could be that piece. So you go into a the trade, you know, season knowing you need a forward. You don't need a power forward. You don't need a small forward. You need a forward that can hit the sheet, that can hit the three, that can rebound, and maybe can block some shots. Uh, and, and that's it. They, all he has to be is a forward because you got guys who can play multiple positions like Barnes and, and Murray. Hammer, I got my money on some Alex Lynn minutes tonight. Mm. You think we, we see more Alex Lynn or more Rashawn Holmes tonight? We seeing, mm. we, at the very least, we're seeing one of them. 
think so. Okay, six fouls, baby. Six <laughs> fouls. Have foul trouble. Yeah. Okay, six fouls. Okay, yeah, I would say Alex Len. He's a better matchup against a big boy like uh, like Brook Lopez. I think you see Rashawn. Hmm. Might see both Maybe. of them. Maybe. Depends on what uh, officiating crew we got. Well, there's that. If we Maybe got the one play that, together, if we got the one that hates Sabonis or really hates Sabonis, the the thing that I I continue to say with Brook Lopez is, you know, he plays out on the perimeter, and if he gets a situation where say, you know, not just say sake of argument, Keegan is guarding him, and they're like, oh, Brook's got the mismatch, let's throw him down on the block, get the ball to him with smaller Keegan on him. Good. <laughs> That's more possessions that Giannis doesn't have the ball. Like, if if they want to go down there and say, yeah, we're going to work uh, with Brooke Lopez on the block all night long, th- thank you. Thank you. I'll take that. So, I think – I think I mean, I could see where you play Alex Lynn, but I, I think it's going to be Rashawn Holmes. Interesting. Yeah, I, I think Alex Lynn is a more natural matchup against Lopez because Alex Lynn isn't bad on the perimeter against a big man like that, and he's so long. Um, so yeah, we'll have to see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, it's going to be interesting, uh, two weeks here. Yeah. I'm going to need Kevin Herter. To, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm going to need Kevin Herter to knock down some of those threes, uh, tonight and, and moving that, forward. Step in that time machine, that, that <laughs> machine turning the cave on. We need cave on. Come on, man. This is for the cooling you. Ride Let's the go, judge baby. signing. Yeah. Yeah. He's going to be a little pumped with Aaron judge going back to I understand well, he's look, a Yankees, Yankees guy. I'll sacrifice Aaron Judge to the Giants if it means Kevin Herter brings home a win tonight. I'll oh. do it. Uh, well, I think it already happens. So. I was going to say that's that's mighty admirable of you considering. It's well, I don't happened. want it to be wasted. Oh, if he comes out and doesn't have a good game, like, like a steak in the waste. desert or water for the homeless guy. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny out here selling stuff to people with no money. <laughs> Check out the latest episode of the Kings Beat podcast, which posted uh, just moments ago, wherever you get podcasts from. You can hear James, Sean, and Brendan Nunez talk Kings basketball on this upcoming road trip. So, again, check that out. Uh, it's on the Odyssey app. It's on iTunes, Spotify. Uh, it's wherever you get podcasts from. Also, if you're on YouTube, you could check it out there. If you're on YouTube right now, before you leave, before you go anywhere, got to hit the thumbs up. Uh, that's very, very important to helping the show grow uh, on the YouTube platform. you got to hit the subscribe buttons as well. And then once you go do that, uh, you could go check out the latest episode of the Kings Beat Podcast. It's Batty Thursday tomorrow. Hey. Olivia with us. We'll check in with Sarah Hodges. Sarah Hodges making me feel very nice. Talking about how cute I was in 2004. It's like, oh, Sarah, <laughs> you're lying. I was fat. And, and, and you, I was a chunky little know-nothing uh, 24-year-old. But you're being very sweet to me. Uh, she'll be with us tomorrow. And then, of course, the ultimate Batty. Uh, Matt George. Hopefully we're talking the Kings win, but either way, we'll be talking Kings tomorrow here on Sacramento Sports Leader, ESPN 1320. Go Kings! <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.